Hey there, folks. Miles was going to come over and record an intro, but turns out the weather wasn't the best. But I'm terrible at tracking that anyway, both in real life and the game. So it made me think about other things we don't track. Sure, if it's a storm on the Blue Dolphin, then rain and lightning might be important. But why slow down play for a dreary day? Also for lighting, we're not going to talk about casting a cantrip or sparking a torch to get rid of disadvantage on skill checks. Drawing two weapons? They're ready at your hip. Why slow down combat for an extra six seconds for that hand axe number two? We miss you, Merlin. Rations and bathroom breaks? And how much sleep you get when there's no encounters? Why waste an hour of real time to see if it took an hour of game time? Although we do have a spreadsheet for the bag of holding. That's to see how much sweet money we have. Or how many corpses we can shove in there. Rules are good and important. But never feel bad about dropping ones that ruin fun and hold you up. And I won't hold up the show any longer as we bring you episode 71 of What the Fumble, A Friend in Deeds. So we've done the whole, it was a while ago, but we've done the whole, what's your favorite monster thing? Do you guys have a least favorite? Banshee. Banshee. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah. oh my God. Damn, Damn it. That's a good one. It, no, it pisses me off because it's like, it doesn't matter how strong you are. If you fail that save at the beginning, you are down to zero hit points. Yeah. Why did you yeah. start? That was great. Uh, there's no following that. I mean, there's some, there's something to be said for like the insta-death attacks though, you know? Because like. There's like you, you get like super powerful and you're like, there's nothing that can defeat us. We'll just walk confidently in. And then DM's just like, really? My encounters aren't difficult enough for you? Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying is like, unless you're playing something that has like a wisdom save proficiency, it's like, so basically any martial class, you're fucked. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't like how easy it, like certain party compositions would be completely wiped from a, a single banshee doesn't matter the level and as a result that's why i have a very strong opinion about how much i hate banshee because yeah, they're only like a cr1 as well so it's like but they have such a and, and i mean to be fair i think the save is pretty low but yeah it's it's it, it, you could it, it's still in enough of a, of a group you know even a bunch of level 10s and 20s you know would have a hard time if there's CR4. Like, CR4. oh, there's cr4 cr4 yeah yeah. So, but still, it's like, yeah, that's 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 rugged. Yeah, and it's like you you never encounter just a banshee either. They're usually paired up with something. So, let's say if you like fall a down, second banshee. Like, let's say you fall down to you know the banshee whale, then literally any other creature can now attack you, and you're on death saving throws. It's so bad. Yeah, they can only. Uh, I'm actually reading it. I just looked it up, and they can only do it once a day. But it is really bad. The Banshee releases a mournful whale, provided that she isn't in sunlight. This whale has no effect on constructs and undead. All other creatures within 30 feet of her that can hear her must make a DC 13 con save, which isn't too high. But on a failure, you drop to zero hit points. And on a success, you still take 3d6 psychic damage. So that's no fun at all. That's yeah. pretty mean. Oh, I thought it was a wisdom save. Well, con makes it a bit better, but I still stand by my point that that I think that's like the only creature I can think of that just has an insta drop to zero. Move. You you hate that in the campaign I ran. That's all, what almost wiped yeah. you guys. Yes, yes, <laughs> and that's why I bring it up. Yeah. It was like it's like oh yeah, we're ba- we're so strong. We have you know tools for everything. One bad roll. It's like. Yeah. Now we're fighting for our lives. That is pretty serious. Everyone could drop to zero. Literally everybody in the party. Yeah, it that's, could be a TPK just off of one attack. That's and, pretty. That's and a that, as a result, that's why I hate banshees. Huh. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, mine's the uh, CR. I think it's a CR half. Although I was wrong about the banshee, but about the rust monster. Um, yeah. Oh, that's that, a good one too. Yeah, like the, the, like anything with stat drain is bad. Don't get me wrong. So like shadows, intellect devourers, you know, and the like. But rust monster specifically, because it's something that's it's like it, especially when you get into like magic weapons and the like. You're and those are so integral to a build. You know, just to have like a permanent negative one. 
Yeah, those things, even when you attack it, like if you attack it with a dagger, it's going to like mess up your dagger, get a penalty. Yeah, and I think, what is it? If I was read, if I remember correctly, if it does it five times, the weapon just breaks. Like that to me is, is, and because it's such a low CR, like I feel like a lot of, if you, if you're not being careful, you'd be tempted to throw like five or six of those into a combat. And then suddenly it's like, holy shit, suddenly I have no fucking weapons left. Yeah, they're all attacking at once. And oh, that's, yeah, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to write that one down. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your bone saw. (laughs) Hey! It's made of black nothingness now. It might not be able to rust. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, But yeah, I think in 3.5, I had a similar experience with the rust monster. I was playing a fighter and... In 3.5, I don't think it was even like it like it drains the ability of your armor. It's like make a, it makes a ranged touch it makes a touch attack, and then if it hits metal, the metal our object is destroyed, just straight up destroyed. And oh it, wow, yeah. So I was like, oh man, I finally got my full plate armor. I spent all of my resources on it, and then a rust monster monster showed up, and I was back to being in my skivvies, and it was awful. Hmm. Uh, so is your answer also a rust monster? Uh, actually, it's a lich. Oh, that's pretty bad, too. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I know it's sort of like, oh, yes, liches are the big bad evil guys, and that's whatever. But I feel like I don't like them because I feel like they're kind of overused. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a lich. Uh, So he's obviously the big bad. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. But why? Oh, because he's a lich. I'm like, oh. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, and it just, I don't know. It, it sort of rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> and just want a wizard who's like, you know what? I'm cool with the knowledge I got and just dying at like 90, 100. That's fine. Well, there are other ways to get to circumnavigate death. Like you can clone yourself. You can do other things. I don't know. Just like, what seems like. Eh. That I, I guess I just read a lot of I've read a lot of like cringy fantasy literature where it's just like oh yes the big bad is a lich for no reason and I'm like great thanks well if there's a reason though like it, I think you get points if because it's well still- yeah but you're a snake boy with no reason so what? it's <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> well to Colin's defense he's saying they're overrated he's not to say that that doesn't take away the value but they're overrated okay I can appreciate that distinction. Adam, you got a least favorite D and D monster? Um, I mean, there's several. Whatever's killing me at the time certainly ranks up there. That's, yeah, wolf, that's a good uh, way to put it. The wolf, yeah, generic commoner. Uh, <laughs> at level one, still kind of hard. At level ten, if you're killing things with ten in everything and like four hit points, it becomes a little demoralizing. And if they get through to you too at yeah. that level, then it's even more embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, really, you hit my AC twenty three with a natural twenty, and uh, you did four damage, and now it just just mocks me. But <laughs> uh, I think Rock Sasha. Because Ooh. one, uh, trying to pronounce it, rock lobster. What? No, it's the like they're. I think are they devils or demons? But uh, they're basically like if Tony the Tiger was evil, and also his hands were backwards. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine? Like, I think Adam might just physically die if a Rakshasa used prestidigitation. Yeah, they're <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar. They're, they're with far this from one. great. I've I've actually never encountered what uh, they've got like magic immunity too. So like oh fuck that oh yeah they're they, they're like real fucking pricks to actually like damage. Ah, devil I think devil yeah pretty sure they seem tricksy enough to be devils. But they do the whole disguise self thing and it's yeah they're they're tricky yeah. But like their hands like if you look at how your hands are now like the way your right hand grips. That's how their left hand would be. So they grab everything to the outside of their arms kind of thing. Okay. So they have to, like, flip their isotoner gloves. And Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, but, but why is that a bad thing? Like, <laughs> I don't it understand. Looks strange. It's strange. It's just weird. It's just... It's, yeah. so, it's, it's, it's a cool thing about them. It's like something in their the Their other things make them shitty. Okay, I was going to say, that's this is my cool least thing. favorite monster because he grabs things the wrong way. Because his backhand is his forehand, yeah, and that makes no sense it, to me. <laughs> it's the disguising, the evil, the deceptiveness, the murder, the hard to kill. But the fact that, you know, the Halifax glove guy would have a harder time getting him in his <laughs> oh, cab. <God. laughs> that's kind of a cool part. 
Uh, at least he'd be baller at tennis. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, he's all backhand, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, mine is necromancers currently. <laughs> That's my answer currently. Yeah, just because really it's any really high-level spellcaster, it's one of those situations where like, if the dice start rolling in my favor... It's really, really, really bad for you guys, but it only takes like one or two turns, as we just saw, of me not rolling that well, and yeah. PCs are able to just completely roll a high-level spellcaster. It's like, everyone just hit their attacks. How hard is that? Yeah, I had a plan for him, too. I was going to, like, the next move for Voth Stone Snout, if you're curious, was for him to uh, Dimension Door out of here uh, and end up in a spot outside of the building that he was familiar with and then you guys couldn't have found him right away and then a turn after that he was gonna massive aoe like cloud kill the entrance of the building great well uh i'm glad that he was thirsty for elf juice or whatever apparently just like vampire touched me instead yeah I, i thought i really thought i could Get one round in the room, you know? <laughs> I thought yeah. I could get one round in the room and then get out of there, but... Slash with play of the game with that silent spell. He didn't yeah, I mean, talk, he didn't even asshole. get a chance. Yeah, like, I couldn't... Oh, that's right. I almost forgot about the silence. I don't think I could have even yeah. gotten out of there anyway. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. It's like it's... Yes, as a DM, like, you spend hours of reading over all these spells these things can do <laughs> all right i'm prepared I'm like okay i'm ready i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna tpk them and then you guys just roll it i, I feel like that's something similar to what like a boxer would feel like you know they spend all these weeks even months training for a fight and then it's over in 15 seconds yeah they just get knocked it, out it's in the just first like round and the person who trained all that time and knocked him out was like, man, I didn't need to do that much training. <laughs> and then the person who got knocked the hell out, aside from, you know, having a mild amount of brain damage, is just like, oh, man, I spent all that time for 15 seconds? Fuck. It's rough stuff. It was rough stuff. Let's play some D&D, though, I think. Yeah. Mm. Let's do this thing. We ended last week with you guys just absolutely slaying that fight against Voss Stone Snout uh, with Tess literally cutting his head clean off at the end because you found out how he was making so much money. He wasn't paying labor costs. Production was happening 24-7. But as we know now, it was all the cost of the lives of a lot of children from the slums. So you guys brought Voth Stone Snout some quick justice. Justice that seemed like maybe it was a little too quick for <laughs> Tess's... Uh, Don't know what you're talking thirst? about. <laughs> Bloodthirst. But regardless, Voth Stone Snout has uh, paid for his crime, so to speak. So the question now is what next? You could go back to the Gentleman's Club... Give this info to Jasper Leafwood. You can go straight to the Black Tower in search of that mist talisman that Lustra knows is up there. You I'm ready tr- for another adventure. Let's go. <laughs> right? Or you could try for a long rest, maybe, right? You can go anywhere in the unexplored parts of the city. There's a lot of options out there for you guys here in Martira Bay. But before you decide what your next move is... I think it's time to add another point of stress to everybody in the party. You guys just dealt with a guy who was murdering kids and turning them into zombies. Looster got swarmed by that mob of kids, almost died. Big old high-level spells being cast in your direction. You've all kind of realized that the enemies you're facing at this point are starting to hit pretty damn hard, so I feel like it's... It's stress point time. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I mean, standing, like, I think all of us, except maybe Slash at some point in the previous fight, were standing in the midst of a swarm of, like, burning, of burning undead children. So I don't think you, I don't think you get away with, like, oh, well, that was weird. And then just move <laughs> on. 
It right. was only like 20, 30 seconds. It's like accidentally walking into a Build-A-Bear workshop. Uh, but for me, it was a Tuesday. Freaking you, Auntie. Well, I think I did a dissonant whispers where I flavored it by saying it was the calls of their mothers and fathers calling them back. Like, Oh, yeah. Slash is kind of twisted unto himself, but I don't think we need to say that out loud, I guess. <laughs> First step's admitting it. <laughs> A topic for another day, maybe. Yeah, there you go. So what's the plan as you guys are... You're still in the Weaver's Guild HQ, which is currently empty aside from you guys. You've already kind of looked through the place. Uh, you found some bones in that strange lockbox that you assume were uh, a friend he was going to raise from the dead to have help him out. Yeah. Do they look like kid-sized bones? No, they don't. Okay, good. They don't. And you've also done the detect magic thing, if I remember right, and kind of already determined there's not much uh, magical going on. Obviously, it's like the Weaver's Guild, so if, like, you guys want some blue cloth or something, it's, you know, it's here. Um, Knowing that we probably are going to go back to the Gentleman's Club, uh, we need fancy cloth is what we need. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just make new top hats? Is that where we're... But um, that, like, there's no magic, no valuables of any sort. Well, we did find deeds to some some warehouses. Well, yeah, that's like metaphorical value. <laughs> but aren't there material components to, like, raising the dead? Like, you'd think he'd have something here if he has, like, a little emergency go bag of a giant skeleton. Hmm. Like, is... I feel like we're missing something, or uh, can, can can Tess, like, while she's, like, slicing up these tattoos, um, like, is there something weird about him? Because he seems so overconfident in everything. He's like, I've been given more power than you could ever imagine. Like, is there something... Should I crack open his chest cavity and see if there's, like, any diamonds in there? I don't know, like... <laughs> Uh, we can do an Arcana check here, if you'd like. Okay, I just... I feel like there's something I... I don't know. Oh, with minus two. Because magical guppies are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking magical. That's a... It's a seven? You're not sure. I mean, you still think it's reasonable to be suspicious, you know? I mean, you even maybe think back to the fact that all those bodies rose up from the carrot garden too. And that seemed a little odd. Bodies have risen outside of the Bottleborn Mining Company, uh, which was fairly unexplained as well. So this, it's not the first time you're running into, I guess, unexplained zombification, hmm. the unexplained raising of the dead. What's what it is, how he did it, you have no idea with the seven. But not unreasonable to be questioning it. Hmm. All right. Well shoot. I guess Tess is just going to be going to look around and say So what now? I say we give Jasper what he's looking for so he can clean up the mess. We've done our part. Right. You would think somebody with this kind of power would be more notorious. Why is it that we're just only now experiencing the breadth of his power? How does he keep something like hordes of zombie children a secret? There's more to it than just raising the dead. There's also the subterfuge involved. There's more here. Um, Is there any way Slash can like look at the chest check out the bones and see if there's anything like like tracing back to like magically tracing back to Voth or the locks or if there's any sort of interconnectivity like why was this locked up like three or four times you know what I mean there must be some sort of magical component that he was protecting in his mind yeah sure you can make another investigation on those bones investigation oof um, with a stress that's still a 10 yeah, you don't really get any more information than you've already had. I can 
if if I so choose, have access to animate dead at my current power level. And he, that's it. He's not raising the dead. Otherwise, those kids wouldn't be falling apart. Um, so it's not too strong. The fact that he can control so many of them and he doesn't need to cast the spell again every day. That's what I would be worried about. I don't know if it's the power of Dark on itself. I don't know if it's one of the gifts granted to him and he's just cashing in. But if I were to raise that body there, I'd need to recast that spell on the daily to just keep one zombie under my control. Hmm. So if someone was willing to trade, you know, their own personal agency for power would would that work as he said aslan rex gave it this power to him so if he you know gave fealty unwavering fealty to him would he somehow be able to get powers from aslan rex directly to do that because i mean he must have he must have given up something very important to be able to get that i would imagine and if that's the case then is would there be any kind of focus involved or is it just given to him because he lost something important to him. If there was a connection that way, it would seem that Aslan Rex would be imbuing his his denizens with power. I would be curious to know of the connection in which he is doing so. Oh, well, I know a little bit about magic. I think you and Lenaro would be a bit more involved with this. Uh, eh. Sounds like a job for Slash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sounds like it could just be like a warlock patron. Aslan Rex, if he's powerful enough, could be giving out magic like it's candy. Here you go. Do my thing. Do my thing. Do my thing. And if it costs Aslan Rex nothing, uh, then why not have as many people in your pocket as you can? A disturbing thought indeed, Lenora. One, I'm afraid, we won't be able to investigate properly while Baron Metis still hunts us. Hmm. That's it. Well, I think we need to keep on track then and bring this back to Jasper. Jasper gives us the information we want, and then we continue to find the Baron. Do any of you require any healing? The night is growing fairly late. Slash shakes his head. Let's keep those spell slots for whatever greets us on our trip or at our destination. Shall we swap into, uh, Looster looks down at his chest and slumps his shoulders, realizing he has to put on a frilly shirt. <laughs> Shall we change into proper attire to get into the club? Oh, uh, Lenara never switched out of her fancy clothes. <laughs> Same. Looster takes every chance singed, he can. But... Uh, press the dissertation and mending, man. That's what it's all about. There you go. Slash will absolutely swap into proper attire, making sure to procure a, a top hat, which I'm sure he can find somewhere in the Weaver's Guild. Lots of top hats, even more trilbies in here. It's a very large assortment of fancy hats. All right. Um, also, while we're leaving Voth's, uh, I don't know, base of operations, um, Tess would like to just look over to Lenara and be like, Lenara, the bag? Oh. Do you... Are you going to goo some... She, uh, she picks up Voth's stone snout's head by its hair and um, just, like, holds it out and sort of, like, gestures a little bit, like, causing the, like, shattered jaw to just, like... <laughs> and, like, just open a little further, even more grotesquely. We might have use of it later also. I do not want to leave any of Aslan Rex's followers whole. There's, that's that's fair. Well done. Uh, don't don't goop it on the bag. Here here we go. And I'll hold up the, open the bag of holding for her. Yeah, just drop it in. Oh, it's... Oh, I'll clean that up. I'm sure the bag man's got it. <laughs> bag Here's man's your, got a friend. Thanks. <laughs> Don't be silly. The bagman isn't real. <laughs> That's not what I heard. Just keep that thing away from me. Are we doing anything else with uh, the scene? Or are we just walking out? 
Yeah, because we already rated it for documents and the like. I think, yeah, it's... uh, I mean, the only other thing that Slash can think of would be to gesture to Lenara to, you know, do some basic janitorial work. So if somebody happens across this place, they're not suddenly like, holy shit, something went down here. Um, do you want to lock the remains of Roth <laughs> in his, like, little skeleton chest? That's exactly what I was thinking. That's, Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> to do that, and I'll, I'll clean up the floor a little. Make it look like you just left. There you go. Yep. That's brilliant. Yeah, put the piles of cloth and fabric back on top of the lockbox. It's like nothing ever happened On vacation, you know? Lenara is going to uh, definitely get the pictures of us that he had. Um, mm. Mostly because mm. now she's starting a collection with the ones we got from Adolescent Colin. See if there's any, like, changes. See if it's, like, entangled. And it's like, they just can't get my nose right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Uh yeah, hell. Do we want to put a you know shop closed for the vacation? Be back whenever and just stick that on the door on the way out. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Yeah, I I oh, feel yeah. like we're cheeky enough to do that. Yeah, it's perfect. If somebody can have their best half orc handwriting too, right. that'd be great. All right, we'll fashion a closed sign out of some of our sleeping bags. <laughs> 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 When you do pick up the uh, pictures to take those along with you, you do notice, if you haven't already, that they definitely are very, very similar to like the original ones. Whether Hard to tell whether they were uh, drawn by the exact same hand or if someone just like copied the original, but either way, like it's the exact same picture, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any photocopiers in uh, <laughs> Darkon, but it's clear that it's meant to be uh, a copy of the same picture. Yeah, freaking, um, I don't know, geez, Heinfroth probably just scooped someone's brain out and re- replaced it with, like, I don't know, paint. We're just like, here, you are someone who will just draw things for me. It's effectively what old-timey monks were anyway, weren't they? Yeah, fair. Let's open his head and dump What is my job? You draw pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on that note of Heinfroth and all that stuff, uh, Slash, you still have that Gundrock dictionary? Uh, that that would be in here. Oh, and geez. I'll take it out of the bag of holding. Hooster takes a step back. Close it up first. <laughs> the dictionary? No, no, the bag. The oh, oh, right. Approaches, and I think I'm going to go and maybe read over this and kind of study the language a bit as time goes on. Because, sure. I mean, if we're going to keep running into pictures of us and if it's coming from Heinfroth, I'm wondering if there's anything like hidden in Gundarok or something. So I'm going to start teaching myself Gundarok. But maybe not on the way to finding better. No, but I, I'm going to kind of make it kind of like a, a nightly ritual before bed, like study it kind of thing. This way he doesn't have to wake me up or go near the bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. To the gentlemen's club, then, is it? Or should we... Did everyone say they were all right? No one requires any healing or arrest of any kind? I would love a rest, but uh, if I had to quantify it, 18 out of 27. <laughs> I'm doing as okay as I can be. At this point, like, time of day-wise, it's been dark for you know, about an hour-ish. Mm. It's like 8, 9 o'clock at night. I'd rather go talk to Jasper, see who jumps us in the the meantime, I'm sure we can trade for a uh, room and board at the Cosmopolis. Exactly. Then his assassins can kill us all in one room. It'll be convenient. <laughs> Regardless, hopefully it is not too late, so Jasper is still there. Here's hoping. I shouldn't waste any more time then. Mm-hmm. Let's go. To the Gentleman's Club. To the Gentleman's Club, back to the East District of Martira Bay, the district where all the wealthy people have their manners. Late enough at night, though, that I'm rolling a D20. Wah. To see if you get interrupted on the way. You do not. Got a natty one. At least I got that roll out of the way. Oof. Got that one out of the way. You're rolling just as shitty as I am tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So you make your way to the Cosmopolis Club here in the Eastern District. You can see outside 
the door. He's sitting next to uh, the frame of the door, kind of half asleep as Wiggles in his full tux and large half-ogre top hat. He is kind of snoozing as you approach. All right. Do you wake the poor guy up? I mean, can we stealth past him? I don't want him to get in trouble. We've all got top hats now. Slash nods and goes to give Wiggles a shake. I'd, he, I, w- I was going to say, <laughs> I'd do it from afar, but uh, if the DM beats me to it and you get a backhand, Lenar's <laughs> just going to watch. <laughs> no, Wiggles wakes right up. Ooh. Oh, it's you again. You look fancy. <laughs> I got the sexiest top hat I could find. Oh, you all look fancy. You too, Can- Wiggles. You want to go inside? Yeah, we do. Please. And yes. just like that, Wiggles opens the door for you. It was just that easy this time. You're all wearing <laughs> your fancy top hats. Plus, he's a little sleepy. Mm. And he opens up the door, and that smell of uh, dwarven alcohol and cigar smoke and it drifts out of the door. You actually see Jasper Leafwood is like right at the door. He's grabbing his coat. You seem to have caught him as he's going home for the evening. Well, well, well. I gotta admit, I wasn't expecting you folks back this soon. But I like it. Shows you've got some skills. That is, assuming you have some info I'd like, of course. You could say we have a few things better than info. Might we have a seat? He kind of hands his coat back to uh, the coat check. Of course, I suppose I could stick around and have one more for calling it a night. Please come on in. And he leads you guys to like his table in the back. Uh, waves for some drinks to be brought over. And looks at all of you expectantly. How much did you know? About what? About Vothstone Snout. How much did you know when you sent us there? Lenara quaffs her whole drink. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're getting at. I know his profits are way higher than they should be in these kinds of times. Uh, Tess sort of like leans very forward, like very like getting very close to his face and just stares in his eyes trying to she wants to get a gauge of if he is completely telling the truth if he was just like i want a hostile takeover or if he knew that there was any possibility of what voth was doing insight check uh done worse uh 14 he seems sincere in the fact that he wasn't sure what was going on Slash will put a hand out as if to to calm the guard dog down. Forgive Tess. She is uh, quick to anger. However, this has become quite beneficial in this exchange that we are to have. You were absolutely correct, Mr. Leafwood, that his profits were quite unexplainable. However, it's quite easy to acquire profits when you aren't paying your workers or even have workers that quite frankly and Salash will look left and look right make sure there's he's out of earshot of everybody else and he'll look to them and look to Jasper and say when your workforce is of the of an undead variety is that so Salash will produce a what is it a part of Michael's scarf that he pulled from the his hat, um, hmm? his hat. Oh, sorry, yeah, his hat. You'll pull Joseph's little red hat. Joseph, sorry, why did I think it was Michael? Uh, <laughs> Biblical names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pulls Joseph's hat, um, uh, which I'm sure is still reeking of the various chemicals and whatnot. And he'll sort of, you know, fiddle around with it in his hand. Yes, it would seem he would plug up all of his warehouses and, frankly, look like they were dilapidated, not operating, when in fact... Well, you certainly don't need health regulations when your entire workforce is undead. He kind of takes the hat and uh, still got a stench to it, you know? Kind of curls his nose up a little bit. Dang. 
This is a this is a kid's hat. Exactly. So what about Voth? He at his usual address. Tess sort of like slowly <laughs> looks towards Lenara. <laughs> Lenara is gonna slowly open the bag, pull the head out a little bit, put it back in the bag. You could say that the Stone Snout Empire is uh, currently without a head, if you understand my meaning. He looks shocked. His eyes kind of go wide. His entire operation will be up for grabs now. Indeeds. <laughs> so as soon as you say indeeds, a muscle astral holds out a hand expectantly, looking for the deeds. Oh, do I have them? They're in the I, bag of holding. Sorry, I, I've been oh, tracking. I, I thought that you, I thought that you had them because you were oh, the one who found them. Oh, derp! I do have them. Sorry. <laughs> he holds <laughs> out his hand and then does like a little like behind your ear. The deeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so you know what? Slash would do exactly that. He's going to be like indeeds, and he does exactly that, and he fans out of several deeds. You could say that this wasn't just an informational trip, but. One that has certainly some spoils. A hostile takeover. <laughs> and uh, Tess is going to, like, pour herself, like, three shots. <laughs> and just lean back. I saw a cloud of smoke going up into the air over in that district. Was that you, folk? Uh, accidents happen around flammable chemicals. There's, like he, like Salash said, there's no safety regulations whatsoever. What about the rest of the body? What I'm really getting at is how long you reckon for people notice he gone? At least five days, according to our note. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose his absence will probably be noted fairly quickly. However, this still leaves his empire and, quite frankly, all the important bureaucracy in your hands. Nobody's going to investigate the... Leafwood Lever Oh, that's hard to say. Leafwood Weaver's Guild. Whole thing up for grabs, and I'm the first one to know about it, huh? Seems like I owe you folks. If I remember right, you was looking for information on uh, a certain baron. Exactly. He kind of gestures to the bartender again, uh, exchanges a few words with her, like has her kick the two, three patrons still in the club out, like has everyone leave, has her lock the door behind her, that kind of thing. Any curtains that were open get closed. He looks very seriously at all of you. I remember earlier... We were talking about me buying up all them diamonds. I was selling them to a fella named Baron Midas. Why he needs them, that I don't really know. But it was Baron Midas paying the bill, that much I do know for sure. You see, after Aslan Rex disappeared... Cargat didn't really have anybody to answer to. I hear that they had a lot of changes in upper management. Matter of fact, I heard Baron Medus himself plays a pretty big role in that upper management. Might be in charge. And if that's true, I guess the Black Tower's probably your best bet at finding the guy. Well, crap. But I also said that if you got this job done quick enough, which I reckon you certainly have, then I might be willing to sit around and answer a few more questions, if you have any. Hmm. If I say the name Cain Crowley, what, what comes to mind? Do you know of him? He's a leader of a group called the Grex Crown God, kind of... Die-hard loyalist to Aslan Rex. Never met the guy, but I hear he's someone you don't want to be on the bad side of. Does the king's dirty work. So now he does the baron's dirty work. 
Is the Rex Crown and the Cargad of separate organizations? Complicated matter. Before this whole fraction in the Rex Crown, typically always stuck to just guarding Aslan Rex's home, his fortress. He's got a castle in the southern part of Darkon, but I hear he's fractioned off from the rest now. Place he calls Castle Avernus. Like I said, the Rex Crown have always just stuck around there, but as of late, they seem to be branching out. So do they have a means to travel the mists, then? That I couldn't tell you. Slash will sort of, you know, again, look, glance at the bag of holding, and then look back to Jasper. Voth was more than what he seemed. He was adorned with various Rex Crown tattoos and was something of a powerful magic caster. I don't suppose you know of any other types of these people that could be hiding here in Martira Bay? There ain't no lack of people desiring power here in Martira Bay. Could be anybody. But Aslan Rex is dead. Or so the rumors say, at least. Personally, I don't believe it, but... His disappearance, the shroud moving into Fraction Darkon... My guess is that those two things are connected somehow. I'm just banking on all of it not working out. <laughs> so are we, hopefully. Um... The Black Tower is masquerading as a clinic, it seems. Do you know any ways besides the front door to enter? The district it's in is a crowded place. Building on top of building, that kind of thing. Or maybe it was for defensive reasons that they did it, but either way, ain't no entrance but the front door... Or the barred window on the second floor. Slash, you're up. <laughs> the barred window. <laughs> oh, my lord. Slash will nod, and he'll cast message quickly to Van Richten. Because um, he doesn't want Baron, or sorry, he doesn't want um, uh, Jasper Leafwood to hear uh, and he'll ask Van Richten, should I ask him about the elves? Uh, Van Richten replies to you, I, I don't see the harm in it. Slash will look back to Jasper. We also hear tell of some information that could be acquired from people who have been around since before the fractioning. A series of elves. Are you familiar with any elves here, Mr. Leafwood? Elves in Nevuchar Springs, only ones I'm aware of. I wouldn't say I'm familiar with them. They always tend to keep to themselves, don't really buy many of my goods. I certainly heard plenty of rumors on the streets, though, that they're behind all this and old elven magics. But your guess is as good as mine. Don't much go out that way. Here you can't even get out that way now. Another bridge to burn when we come to it. Yeah. Uh, when you sold your diamonds to the Baron, was it to him directly or through an intermediary? And uh, if so, where might that have been? Had them delivered to the Black Tower itself. Put them in boxes, label medical supplies. Just had a runner boy take care of it for me. Hmm. Well, there is one thing that I am curious about. Fractioning. Mists. You're saying a lot of things that many of the laymen around here don't say. Everyone we've talked to is called... These mists encroaching the shroud, or the shroud is moving. You know these these mists for what they really are. 
What more of the domains of dread do you know? And how long have you been aware of just where you are? I started putting the pieces together quite a few years ago myself. I was trying to extend the reach of my trade network, and as you can expect, I hit a wall, a literal, literal wall of mist. Started asking questions. I'm not the only one in the wealthier district who knows about these things. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to get out. I heard tell that some people just walk into this them mists and hope for the best, but I don't know. I guess I decided to take my chances here. A bit unrelated, but would you happen to know anything about Mordent? Mainly the state that it's in? I've heard tell Mordent here. Miss uh complicated place uh not every domain of dread from what i understand really works the same sometimes a domain can have its mists and borders closed off and some others keep the borders open you just walk right in darkon is one of them open border places so yeah, I've heard tell of Mordant and a couple other domains of dread, but I don't know much about them aside from what they like to buy. Which what is it though that they like to buy? <laughs> Looster's eyes are just <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> Trade, ah, yeah, same as everyone else. Goods that are hard to find. Spuma Vitae, pretty good one. Making a good bit of money off of that only grows here in Darkon. Do we have any left? Slash <laughs> <laughs> so will look to the group, sort of waiting for a pause in the conversation, and seeing one, he'll ask, Does the name Madame Radonovich mean anything to you? He shakes his head no. Not a name I've ever heard. Is he being honest there? Insight check. Uh, Twenty. He does seem to be sincere, yep. Slash will sort of, you know, crack his neck, roll his shoulders, and look to the group. Well, I've certainly been satiated. Before you folks start looking towards the door, like you mentioned earlier, my best bet for all this fraction and stopping business getting back to normal is for you guys to go take care of it. You certainly seem more capable than most of the people around here. Plus, now I've told you where Baron Midas probably is, so we're kind of in this whole thing together now, ain't we? I know it ain't much, but here, you take these. Might help out your chances of success. And he pulls out like a little, uh, a little bag from his inner coat pockets, opens up the bag and pulls out this pair of very, very fine embroidered leather gloves. Ooh. Mm. And just tells you what they are. They are gloves of thievery. Ooh. Double ooh. They do not require attunement, but as soon as you place them on your hands, they become invisible. They are invisible while worn. And while wearing them, you get a plus five to sleight of hand checks and plus five to dex checks that are made to pick locks. Oh, that's so cool. Plus five. That's incredible. Jeez. He puts those down on the table for whoever to pick up. Slash will grab them and he'll ask quizzically. They aren't snakeskin, are they? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They will be. No, I don't believe so, but if you get caught stealing while wearing them, you didn't get them from me. Of course <laughs> not. And he'll do a Halifax glove, man, and put yeah. them on tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you like this? <laughs> it's a fun Google search for people who aren't from Halifax. Yeah. Just don't. Don't. Just don't. Just move on. 
I think, yeah, I think I'm good with uh, questions. Leonard is going to inquire if there's uh, lodging in this club by chance. Uh, persuasion check. Ooh, that's a, oh, fuck you, stress. Uh, 25. Oh, it's <laughs> a big old number. Not to the common customer, but you're looking for the kind of room that not many people know exists, then yeah, we might have one of them here. Definitely looking to disappear for a night before raiding the police station from the sounds of it. <laughs> he nods and yeah, when you're done your drinks, I'll lead you to the back. There's a room under the club. Much appreciated. Were you ready to do that now? I guess. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm uh, Salash Nods. can take the bottle with me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, is that Lenara talking, or is that Adam talking? (laughs) He also mentioned you would be willing to pay for information and additional services rendered. She, like, looks at the uh, the deeds that Salash handed over. How much do you want? How much do you have? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot more than those are worth. Well, it seems that we can meet in the middle, then. Tess, like, looks like she hasn't slept in, like, ten days. She just has, like, these giant bags under her eyes, and she's just, like, not in the mood for, like, niceties at this point. Slash will, again, put a hand out to keep the guard dog down. Put your hand near me again, and you will lose it. Might I make a suggestion? Of course. Sorry, I'm very stressed right now. <laughs> I can see that. These deeds are yours, Mr. Leafwood. But I understand that trade is important to all of us involved. So these deeds are buying your silence. They are buying us room and board here. And they are buying your continued silence about our dealings. I think this is a fair trade, all things considered. I'd say it's a more than fair trade. Deal. Slash nods. Plus we got gloves. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> So Slash will again sort of, you know, move to the door and uh, after you, Mr. Leafwood. He will then lead you guys to the back room behind the bar. There's a little trap door in the floor that leads down to the cellar. He's got led down to the cellar full of dwarven booze. And does that thing where he like pulls one particular bottle off the shelf and the shelf like swings open <laughs> Ooh, like a door? Oh, you know? yeah. Classy. And inside is very questionable room. Uh, there's definitely a few manacles like strapped to the walls. Ew. There's a chair that looks like it has a lot of dried blood on it. There's a few uh, like pallets on the floor to sleep on. Don't mind the mess. <laughs> but the room's yours. How, how do we get out? Just on the, Is there a bottle on the inside, or we just knock? Is, yeah, there's a latch on the inside. Okay, perfect. That's fair. Is, is this a sex dungeon or a torture dungeon or both? <laughs> it's best not to ask questions about <laughs> this room. Matter of fact, and he like gives you back one of the deeds. He's like, there's... Buys your silence. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yes, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. I think it's both. <laughs> Slash nods again. A pleasure doing business, Mr. Leafwood. And once again, a toast to mutual interest. You go to pull one of the thing, one of the bottles off the off the shelf, and it just closes the door on me. <laughs> Bye. It's the best of luck to you all. Club usually opens up a couple hours after uh, sunup. Best to be out of here by then. Sounds good to us. All right. Best of luck to you. And to you, sir. And with that, the, yeah, the wine cellar closes, and it's super dark. I have dark vision. Does anyone else have dark vision? I have dark vision. <laughs> I think we're all covered these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except for Van Richten. It's what dark in here. <laughs> Where did everyone go? <laughs> can, can he cast light? He can, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey! Yeah, he sure can. He'll cast light on one of the bottles. There we go. <laughs> so now what? 
Lenara starts desoiling the mattresses or pallets or whatever we're going to sleep on. I'll take a quarter of an eagle costume and start setting that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lustra gets out of his uh, frilly clothes and gets back into his regular stuff and oh man I hate places like this oh. glad we're in here and not upstairs so we're going to the tower tomorrow I guess like seems like we don't have much of a choice I don't think we can exactly get to Nevachar Spring as of yet so it would seem there's also a mist talisman, you say, in the Black Tower? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought of it while you guys were talking, uh, a way in. Um, Jasper said that he was going to give the diamonds to the tower, and it was going to come in some boxes, and it was going to be a runner boy. I mean, maybe we could pose as such a thing to kind of walk our way in instead of having to sneak or... Kind of do the whole disguise thing, maybe? Well, I mean, not doing the whole disguise thingy. Uh, she, like, nods over to Lenara, like, wherever she stashed the pictures of us. We were looking slightly different before, and it didn't seem to throw Voth Stonesnet off the trail. I mean, if Baron Metis is in direct contact with the sources in Dominia, they're going to know our faces. If we show up with our own faces on, we are going to start a fight. That's all there is to it, Lustra. So, if I mean, your idea is very good, but I do not think that we can avoid disguises at this point if we want to walk in the front door. I, think the I know you don't like frilly shirts, but I think that might be our only option. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming we're going in during daylight hours, of course. Perhaps the cover of darkness should be considered as well. Then if it just, uh, Darkon seems to have like a, a, you know, probably nine to 10 hours dark, 16 math, 14, 14 to 16. Yeah. I think we yeah. said it gets dark about seven o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. Um, doctor, what are the chances that Bear Medus knows where we are right this instant? Unfortunately, I think the chances are quite high, at least based on our past experiences I think we need to operate under the assumption that he does know where we are, yes. And do you think that the purchase of Mr. Leafwood's silence would be sufficient cover for the evening at the very least? I don't know what kind of reach or power Baron Metis has managed to accumulate here in Martira Bay, but Jasper Leafwood is a very... Powerful businessman with influence of his own, I'm sure if... I'm sure that at the very least we don't have to worry about anyone else. Assuming he sticks to his word. I mean, if a flop house was safe. <laughs> so, what do we propose then on getting into the tower? Just walk in, swords a-swinging and arrows a-flying? There was that second floor window that was mentioned. So, grappling hook up and hope to God that no one cares that we're doing that? Well, the entirety of Darkon seems to be sort of squat and flat and cramped. We may be able to get up onto a rooftop near it. And, I mean, the tower is the only high, like, more than a single story building in its area. We may even be able to just stroll up to the window on the roof of somewhere else perhaps a little bit more complex but it is very clearly going to be heavily guarded i think we all know this what if we did a bait and switch set off say for example another warehouse have guards and investigatory forces driven away from the black tower while we go into a more empty residence may not necessarily have to be a warehouse in the northern districts. However, finding a way to empty the Black Tower before we enter may also be to our advantage. We could throw fistfuls of silver around the slums and start some fights. It's disgusting, but 
It could distract them and stimulate the local economy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how much the Cargat or the Cargatane are getting paid, but I certainly know we're flush with additional income. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the people in the slums make some money. That too, yes. Yeah, not, you know. I'll say it. Bump fights. We'll start bump fights. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? The Merlin Kyrlau Memorial <laughs> And then coming out of the mists is the champion Merlin the Bump Fighter. You'll see a tall, lemon-shaped sh- silhouette coming through the mists. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. Uh, well, since we're spending the night here, I'm gonna go and cast alarm on the entryway to the uh, okay to the room because I still have two spell slots left. Well, one now. Slash so will also sort of look over to the bag of holding um, and sort of echo back to what Lustra was doing with the Gundarok dictionary. I believe there was also another tome in there as well. I feel like this is the first time we've had an opportunity to actually sit down and. Maybe catch up on some reading. A tome of clear thought, if I recall. Here you go. Slash is going to go ahead and take that and do some studying. How many hours we have? But have fun, guys. Mm. Are we trying to go before light up? Yeah, you'd probably get like an hour of reading in before needing an eight-hour rest. I I mean, still one less hour. Exactly. Fair. How many hours total do you need to read this bad boy? 24. 48. 48. In six days. 48 hours and six days. Oh, shit. Yeah. That in 48 hours and six days? That means I've got to spend like three days basically straight reading this in waking hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the reason that it gives you a permanent plus two. It's hard to do. Yeah. But you can certainly get a good start on it. And it's not like if you fail to do it, then everything falls apart. You just try, like, reset and try again, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. I I thought it was like I try it once and then it's like, boom. No, it's, it's, the charge is expended. No, if you do pull it off, though, then it doesn't work for like a hundred years, I think. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But until you get it to work, you can just keep trying as much as you want. Okay, well, if nothing else, then he'll put it into his inventory. There you go. Because um, I don't think I'll be able to get through 48 hours of reading in six days. Yeah, well, then Looster's going to sit down with that Gundrock dictionary. Aardvark is... <laughs> <laughs> So what's the plan for the morning, then, aside from leave here before we're noticed? Do we go straight to the tower in the sunlight hours, or do we wait for the cover of darkness? I could disguise myself and take a stroll through, do a little bit of recon, but I think it's best to, if we're going to try and infiltrate, we do it at night. Is Baron Midas a classic vampire in which he sleeps during the day and is awake at night? Doctor? Yes, as far as I know. Well, at least he was when I killed him the first time. And all the regular uh, vampire idiosyncrasies are there? I did not have the opportunity to test them all out, but I do remember throwing holy water on him in battle, and that did work as well, yes. Is there anywhere around here we can get that? We'll Slash see if Odo Hops is selling in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> if he's done it with his delivery yet. Holy water. I'm pretty sure there's a way for a cleric to do it, to just make it. Uh, you need It's uh, the spell ceremony, and you need mm, uh, powdered silver. This I could try in the morning, I suppose. Speaking of blessings, it has been a very trying day for me if anyone has any way of rest, any restoration left on their... I am tapped, but would gladly use one of our three scrolls on you. They seem communal, as long as everybody else agrees. Are, are you talking hit points? Oh, no, I am talking minus two to everything that I'm doing. If I were... Minus two to everything right now. <laughs> She's stressed. Yeah. I feel like Tess deserves a scroll. I, th- I think he meant that nicely. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, pull out one of the scrolls of Lesser <laughs> Restoration and uh, cast that on Tess, so... And Richter doesn't fuck it up. I do have the spell slots available if you don't want to waste your scroll. I can certainly give it the old college try. Ooh, that's a good point. Back in the bag you go. 
Lesser Restoration Arcana check. That's one spell slot gone with no positive results. Shall I try it again? How many inspirations does Slash have left today? I was about to say, I think I've got, I've got two left. So absolutely going to give him a Bardigan spell. So he gets what? A D8? A D8. The second one does work, and Van Richten takes one point of stress away from Tess with a light touch to your shoulder and a there, there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's been a long day for all of us. I'm somehow, I'm suddenly less bothered by the magical guppies now. (laughs) <laughs> they were very, very cool, they were though. Very cool. They were very cool. Should I get yellow pants? It's not a horrible idea. I mean, I feel like they would like suit me. Is that something you can do, Lenara? <laughs> Make her pants yellow. I could do this, and I cast this guy's self and look like a magical guppy. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> I was lying. Uh, I think I can make your pants yellow for like an hour. Yeah, press the digitation can yeah. co- change there color. I'll do that. <laughs> oh, it yep. suits you quite well. My battle pants. <laughs> All kidding aside, if no one else requires anything, I think I will put my head down for the night. We will all require a long rest, for tomorrow we will be trying to destroy a true vampire, which will be no small task indeed. First, I think we should roll for the bagman, though. <gasps> Oh, no, Bagman. Lenara, if you don't mind. Well, if you insist, sir. Mm -hmm. 87. True shame. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days. Perhaps tomorrow. Keep that thing away from me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And you guys all put your heads down for the night. Looser, maybe one eye on the bag of holding. (laughs) And you all kind of lay there and... Think about the fact that, yeah, tomorrow at level five, the plan (laughs) is to kill a vampire. Yeah, Yeah. just to kill the current, like, the steward of this domain. Don't worry about it. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. It'll be super easy. Better think of a pretty good plan throughout the week. Oh, Oh, boy. It's going to be a rough week. It's going to be... An amazing week.